Peta podcast every day in April, where during the month of April, you'll hear about different topics and different stories and discussions that I have on my mind and on my heart to discuss and address for this month. It may be sports related. It may be stuff related. You may even hear some guests on the show that you may haven't even seen or heard from me addressing on the show. But this is Peta and this is podcast every day in April. Hope you enjoy. Episode 163 of The Pass is here. Starting the show at 1111. We're going to take advantage of that screenshot while we can. And uh, it's your host, BT, with yet another episode. How's everyone doing today? Hopefully you're doing well. Uh, I will admit that life is just moving and I'm very thankful and appreciative of it. Uh, As always, I like to get started if you are looking to do podcasting or starting out with podcasting. Definitely will recommend Spreaker.com. Uh, that's kind of been my go-to for recording. And also, as far as equipment, my equipment or the microphone that I use is the Blue Yeti microphone. Definitely a worthwhile investment. So I'm not going to really hold y'all with a whole lot of hoopla and BS and fluff. Uh, today, I kind of delayed this topic a little bit, but I delayed it for good reason. Uh, if you may or may not have been aware, uh, many people don't really know this about me, but it's something that's kind of, I guess it's, you can call it 2% of getting to know Brian. Uh, I am a huge fan of NBA 2K. Now, NBA 2K, I'm going to give kind of a backstory and then kind of get to, I guess, the evolution of gaming as a whole and just kind of let y'all put y'all, I guess, put you in the mind and understanding of me off away from podcasting. So one of the games, I at one point in my younger childhood, I owned a Sega Dreamcast. And I can't speak for anybody else. A lot of people didn't like it for different reasons. Uh, I think the biggest reason at the time was as far as doing online play. Online play was kind of new back then. So whenever you played somebody online, it wasn't, okay, let's get online and let's get it. It was, we're on dial-up. And unless you had high-speed dial-up, which really wasn't a thing to that extent at the time, you would play someone, game would be pretty laggy, bulky, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the gameplay itself for NBA 2K on Dreamcast, it had its choppy stints, but as far as the concept of the game, it was blo- it had a blocky look to it, but I mean, also keep in mind, it was Dreamcast. I think... At that time, you were looking at a 64-bit console, trying trying his best to kind of make gaming fun and revolutionary. Like it was between 32 and 64. I want to say it was 64, because um, Dreamcast had its its fails and attempts of gaming that worked but didn't work. And no exception, that game was one of them that kind of stuck. So you had NBA 2K, you had NBA 2K1. I believe 2K2 came out. You were It was kind of like a a smooth wave as far as, um, at the time, Allen Iverson was a big deal. So he was the cover athlete for a while. Uh, Ben Wallace got a couple appearances. Then when it converted over to uh, the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3, that was when you started to kind of see that 
transform transformation come into play. Uh, and I, matter of fact, I'll go as far as even saying on the original Xbox and PlayStation 2. Uh, so the game had still evolved. I think um, Xbox and PlayStation 2 both were still, they were still in that feeling out phase as far as the internet and online play. And I'm, I'm emphasizing the online play for a reason. Uh, so you had that going on with with um, those two systems. Then you got to 360, which most of the systems had had Wi-Fi built into them. Some of them you had to buy an adapter to get Wi-Fi. Obviously, with PlayStation 3, it was built in out of the box. And online play was starting to become more known. Uh, games, you know, going away from NBA 2K, you had games such as Call of Duty, uh, FIFA, obviously Madden. Uh, those were like the big boys at the time. And NBA 2K kind of still held its own and kept its ground. So you push, you fast forward, and we're now in what we call, what was considered at the time, next gen. Which is now current gen since we have the PlayStation Pro and the Xbox One X that are out now. Uh, as far as gaming goes, I mean, most people own those systems, but there really isn't a big push to like, run out and buy them if you don't have to. So share all of that and say that last year NBA 2K17 got a big amount of attention based on there being a prize pool involved. And there were a lot of individuals who participated. Uh there was, you know, a lot of as as with any game, there was a lot of trash talking, a lot of tension, friction, chemistry, things of that nature. So then we moved to 2K18. 2K18 drops i believe not too long before it there was kind of a talk of there being a 2k league now what makes the 2k league relevant is it doesn't just involve the players themselves i mean it doesn't just involve the yeah right the players who are going to be playing the game but it also includes real nba teams so on wednesday i don't know why i want to say it was thursday but on wednesday the NBA decided to mimic the NBA draft and they basically had the guys who were look, who were likely to get drafted, which was pretty much there was, it was an open run because everybody who was available to participate was invited. They all got flown out or took a trip to New York and it was a reminiscent or a mock-up of the NBA draft that you would have in New York. For the actual high school prospects, I mean, well, not high school prospects, but college prospects or players who were looking to, who were possibly going pro. And they did a draft as far as uh, there were 17 teams. So there were 17 teams. And mind you, these 17 teams are all teams from like these are actual NBA teams who have an E League or an NBA League team under their belt. Um, I want to. See if I can get the list of those players because I'm hoping it's in this article. Uh, like I said, there were 17 teams, and I'm hoping they show the list, and they probably won't because uh, I did have an image of that, and that will kind of help to to give you an overall view. Uh, let's see. Hang on a sec. So the 17 teams were the Mavs, Mavs Gaming, Celtics Crossover Gaming, Jazz Gaming, Kings Guard Gaming, Pistons uh, GT, Blazers Gaming, Heat Check Gaming, Magic Gaming for the Orlando Magic, Knicks Gaming for New York, The Bucks, Raptors Uprising, 
Wizards, uh, Wizards District Gaming, Pacers Gaming, 76ers GC, Grizz Gaming, Cavs Legion GC, and Warriors Gaming Squad. So one thing I want to mention also is a couple of these teams. Now, I didn't see Houston, which I guess is not a, not a big deal. Because there are a couple of teams who are NBA teams that are affiliated with esports now. Uh, in the game, video game, Overwatch, a lot of NBA teams have kind of sponsored or backed professional teams. Uh, one of them, which I was kind of surprised and wowed by, was 100 Thieves. There's a team in, in Overwatch called 100 Thieves. If you go to their website, there's the breakdown of the team. And then it shows that the owner of the team is Nade Shot, who, if anyone knows gaming, Nate Shot was previously part of Optic Gaming. And I guess, I don't know if he still has any affiliation or dealing with them anymore, but he started his own E-League team or his own esports team, which is called uh, 100 Thieves. And they're also supported by the Cleveland Cavaliers. So the NBA has kind of gotten on the bandwagon or joined the wave of uh, gaming and its maximum potential. Uh, they do have, I believe Houston has a team in, in Overwatch. And I know Golden State has a team in Overwatch. So I'm going to kind of give, I, I did find an article that kind of explained how it all went with the draft. And one other thing that I want to mention, it'll likely be in this article as well. Uh, Adam Silver was there to introduce the first pick of the NBA 2K League, which they considered the guy, his name was Dimes uh, and our trail Dimes boy. He was picked as the first pick of the draft. I didn't I didn't realize the extent of his play. Uh, before, well, before I say that, he they literally legit considered him the LeBron James of the NBA 2K League. And I didn't really put it together and really think about it. But then I went to his Twitter page and I'm not sure if he had it saved as a pinned post or if he just had it in his uh, tweets. But there was a game he played, and he definitely backed up the nickname Dimes. Uh, anyone who plays or knows about basketball, even in a video game, you can get a lot of assists with players. But if you're a player on a team and you get 55 assists in one game, you're you you doing work. I'm I'm just gonna put it out there. So uh, I did find an article which is on Polygon, which I haven't used in a while. Um, I love Polygon as far as uh, for news and source information. Uh, but the NBA 2K League draft proved that the NBA is serious about esports. Um, after more than a year of buildup, yesterday the NBA 2K League took the biggest and most important step yet in its in its formation, conducting a draft to set up its teams of professional gamers. The esports organization has had a somewhat rocky road at this point, and its officials seem to be aware of the challenges that lie ahead. The draft wasn't just going to be a coming out party for the incipient league and its 102 all-male esports athletes. It was going to set expectations for this joint venture between the NBA and Take-Two Interactive, two very established players in their respective fields, stepping into an arena, arena in which they are the new guys. The inaugural NBA 2K, draft, 2K League draft, which was held in New York City at the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden, probably didn't lay everyone's concerns to rest, including those of its organizers. But it was an impressive event, 
handled with a level of care and professionalism that bodes well for the future of its nascent competitive gaming league. The NBA 2K League is the first professional esports organization run by an American professional sports league. Its maiden season, which is set to tip off in May, will feature teams that are the competitive gaming equivalents of 17 NBA clubs, more than half of the league's 30 franchises. In case that didn't indicate that the NBA is taking is taking this esports venture seriously, Commissioner Adam Silver laid out the, the league's investment and remarked to the media during a pre-draft press conference. From the NBA standpoint, this is our fourth league, said Silver. In addition to the NBA, the organization the organization operates a minor league that is now known as the G League as well as the WNBA for women's basketball. In addition to saying the NBA is treating the NBA 2K League as one more professional league, Silver referred to its competitors as NBA players. The, the designation may seem like a small thing, but in a world where even many gamers scoff and roll their eyes at the idea of gaming professionally, it's another sign of respect the the son of the respect NBA officials have for esports. I see them as athletes because I think competitive gaming requires a unique combination of physical and mental skills to excel. And I think it's not that different in the NBA, said Silver, pointing out the dozens of hours a week that NBA 2K League athletes spend playing the game and watching footage of other competitors. While physical conditioning may not be the highest priority for esports athletes, the mental strain of competitive gaming can be intense. To that end, Silver said that the NBA 2K League is already working on how we can avoid burning out some of these athletes because they go at it so hard. And there's just more there's more information. This is a very pretty lengthy article. I wanna I don't want to A to Z this story to its to a T. Um, but like I said, to to add to really add the full visual of the event. Before the players were drafted on Wednesday, on that Tuesday night or Tuesday afternoon, everyone was in in New York. All of the guys who were being drafted, they had them go to like a a room where they got suited. They got set up for suits, uh, got haircuts. They they made sure that they were treated as if they were being draftees for the NBA. That part I was like, okay, this is a draft. I'm with it. But when they actually were drafting the players, each team has a draft, has a, a logo. So in the NBA, and this will kind of be sports, but also stuff mixed too. In the NBA, every NBA team has a logo. Everyone knows that. You don't. I really don't need to state the obvious. Now, even with teams having a logo... There's the logo for the NBA team. You break it down further with the G League. The G League has their affiliate, their team that's affiliated with an NBA team. And that G League team is going to have its own specific logo. Well, in the E League and in the esports community, each of the teams had a custom made logo made for the esports team itself. So for Portland, it looked similar to the Blazers logo, but it wasn't the Blazers. It wasn't the Blazers logo to a T. It had like a red mark at the top and a white mark at the bottom and they joined together. And it looked just like the uh, actual. It looked very similar to the to the Portland Trailblazers logo. 
that part is is one side of it. But the other side is when the players were being drafted, they actually had the hats available on a little stand where they could just go up, get the hat, put it on. Some of them had to adjust it, and then they go up and would shake the the hand of the pre- the presenter of the individual who was going to be drafted to that team. Um, to give a to give a slight overview of the draft as well. What would happen is you would be drafted, and they would. So the the listing the teams that I read and I'm going to send that list to everyone. It was done in a stack order, I think it's called. So mainly with drafts, there are different ways that drafts are done. Some some leagues or some sports do draft where whoever's the first pick in the first round, their first pick in the, like you keep your picks the same order. With this draft, it was done similar to the NFL, which is whoever picked last in the previous round picks first in the upcoming round. If you've done any fantasy sports or any fantasy events, you know exactly what I'm talking about, where you would pick a player and you'd wait through the draft. And then when it got time for the second round, you may be picking at the bottom of that following round. And then in the next round, you may be picking at you're picking at the top. So whoever was number 17 in round one was number one in round two and then vice versa. And they went through that with doing the draft. So each team was picking their players based on like needs. Now you're picking. There were six rounds. Let me add that as well. There were six rounds for drafts. Each team had to pick a center, a power forward, a small forward, a shooting guard and a point guard. Don't know if I'm adding this or mention this as well. Each of the individuals who were there as representatives to play in the game have a my player in NBA 2K that they've built or that they've created to be that particular position. So one guy, for instance, the guy who was Dimes, Dimes is the point guard. And he was one of the best point guards that was available. And Dallas had the first pick. So Dallas went ahead and picked him up with them getting him. That meant. For the remainder of the draft, they would be picking other positions outside of the point guard. It's not like the it's not like an NFL draft or an NBA, an actual NBA draft. These teams or these individuals were picking based on what they needed and who was available for what role. So a lot of them would pick either a center or a guard first. Then they would pick the opposite. Then by the third round, you would start to see them pick up shooting guards uh, or small forwards. And they may pick up a power forward as well. Um, what even stood out to me, like I said, I mentioned that Adam Silver was, he introduced the first pick. They actually showed this on NBA TV. Like the first round of the draft was shown on NBA TV. Uh, Twitch showed it. Twitch had the, the first round shown as well, but they continued after the first round ended and Twitch covered the rest of the draft on our 2K League. And also to add to it on, I believe it was yesterday on yesterday, they did a, I guess you can call it like an exhibition where a couple of guys who were, who have already been drafted were at PAX East in Boston and they participated in like a five on five matchup just to kind of get some bat, you know, get some gaming in because most of these guys, they're going to be gaming and legit one so there was one guy who was drafted who's from who's from Virginia from Richmond and he actually was picked by Memphis that meant that he was going to actually be flown out or you know get a means of transportation to Memphis 
where he's going to be playing with his other five teammates. Now, mind you, it's five starters and it's one bench player. Now, your bench player can be any position, but you have a bench player who's available in the event of something happening or anything of that sort. Um, they gave a little bit of information for the Dallas Dallas E-Gaming League or e, Dallas E-League where they had like an actual section that Dallas has worked on or is working on that's a facility that's going to show the where they're going to be playing their games and practicing and they have like a twitch setup because most all of these guys also even if they're not per se on twitch to a t they also are on youtube so if you're on any of those platforms you want to make sure that you're still you know you're not losing out on your exposure because you want people to know hey this is what i'm doing so if you don't see me doing any games like normal gameplay or footage this is where i am so I, I give the NBA a huge nod. Like I said, an article that I that I um, was reading from, I'm going to have that in the show notes. I'll also have the listing of the players who were drafted in the show notes. I know the first thing you're going to say is, I don't know who any of these people are. What I would recommend doing is, and I'll add this as well, and I'll make sure I remember to uh, put this as a reminder. In the show notes, I will add the the Twitter page for... I'll, I'll do two things. I'll add the Twitter page for the 2K E-League, and I'll also add the Twitch page for the E-League as well. I believe online there is a schedule that's going to show when the when the guys start playing. And, they be, and if I'm remembering correctly, it is on, I think, the 20th, either the 20th or the 23rd of this month. Uh, and they have a full schedule of everybody, of, um, of the weekly matchups. Well, they don't have, like, actual teams who's playing who, but... They have it kind of set up like weeklies, uh, just breakdown and just kind of that time of practicing because guys got to get together. They got to practice on a on a grind. They'll probably be doing some online gaming a little bit before they actually are on their way to where they're going to be playing. So I think this is this is a good step in the right direction for uh, esports, period, or the rather the e-league in, in general. Uh, you first would look at things and kind of think of it as, and, and this is always, this is a conversation I've had with my roommate and I've had this conversation with people as a whole. A lot of people kind of downplay a look at video games as if it's not a big deal. But the reality is it's actually a pretty huge thing now. Like it's become, it's, it's gained a bigger way than anyone expected. And we're here, we as individuals can say we're part of seeing elite come full circle so that that's mainly all i wanted to share today i know it's probably like how did you make that into that much of a content-based story but i've thought about this for a while i was going to do it i initially looked at doing it a day of but i really wanted to talk about the secret and how it had its impact on me at that time but um if you are looking to get into gaming or 2k um you know if you have a console and I'll share, I'll say it like this. I won't say it in the 2K regard because everyone has their game that they're into. But if you, if you think gaming is stupid or if anyone tells you that it's not making any money, find Twitch, install it on your phone, your tablet, your console. Bring your mom in the room or bring your parents in the room and just have them sit and watch it. And when I say watch it, I'm referring to like big tournaments watching 
Watching everyday streamers will give you a little bit of an overview, but from the esports perspective, like major matches for Tekken, Street Fighter, CSGO, League of Legends, Overwatch, now of course NBA 2K, even Madden, like these games are money makers. There are there is financing and money involved. And what what brings the money the most, and I'll say this and then I'll shut up. What brings the money that people don't think about a factor in is sponsorship as well as predominantly the the company or the game's backing. So if you have a game like League of Legends and you have a team, say a NFL, like if the NFL wanted to get on board, this would be the time to do it. Like if the NFL got involved with elite teams for League of Legends, sponsored the team, brought some guys together that think that are that truly believe they are good at at League of Legends. You back that team that gives your team that gives your sports team exposure. This is giving this is going to give these NBA teams more exposure that we would not have expected before. So that's just an, a way to look at it in an overall spin, you know, full circle type of scenario. So thanks for tuning in. I appreciate everyone following, subbing, uh, subscribing on the podcast page. I'll, as always, I see everyone. I get at least I always notice the downloads on uh, Spreaker. Thank you all for that. I appreciate it. If you aren't able to download and you have an iPhone, go to um, go to the podcast app. Look for the past. Brian, you'll find the podcast easily. You can't miss it. I'm holding the microphone in my back. Also, I haven't shouted her out in a while. Um, Chris Rocks, if you're looking to get photography done, that's been my my go to. I'm likely to go back soon because I do need to do some upgrades. So that's all I got. Thank you all for tuning in. Until next time, the past signing out. The one point of the show I don't like to reach, but every show must have an ending. So you have made it to the end of yet another episode of the podcast every day in April. Continue to tune in. These will be going on from April the 1st until April the 30th. And I will guarantee you that there will be plenty of content and more than enough information to share and address during this show. Thanks for tuning in.